Hallelujah. Amen. We're taking John 20. And we will read another scripture later on, but let's begin with John 20, 21. Yokana is Surayama Kumiavidi or Nidiruavidi or Kuminamenda Pakavidi. I thought I saw another associate minister, pastor from another church. But yeah, are you the one? Uh, yeah, sorry, I did not recognize you in the beginning. God bless you. I'm happy to, we're happy to have you. So today we have many pastors with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you know, when you have other preachers, other ministers we, uh, uh, in the church, you have to be careful. You have to be careful what you say. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are reading verse 21. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Yokana esulayabiri orunyiriruabiri murum. Awa yesu nabagama natenti emirembe jive mumwe. Ngachitangi weyantu manze. Nange wenti ombasindika mwe. Weyamaro kogerecho. Nabasiza omuka. Nabagamanti, mutole omoyo mutukufu. Amen. Amen. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Mutole omoyo mutukufu. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, my prayer is that in this service you will receive the Holy Spirit. Bobatolina moyo mutukufu, sala yangeri, musavi seno mufune. Lord Jesus. Mukama yesu. We come before you this morning. With humility before your throne. We ask that this day will be such a special day in our lives. Lord, I know without a doubt there is someone here who desperately needs you. Like our, like our brother Edison preached on Friday, somebody who needs another touch. Lord, may we not say it's just our neighbor, but may, may we recognize we need another touch. It's me, it's me, O Lord. I need another touch. Even as I'm speaking these words, Lord, as you will bring them through my lips, I pray that you will give me another touch. Lord, may the words come by inspiration and may they be received, Lord, by inspiration. May it not be a normal church service, Lord. May it be a service where your presence will just come and engulf someone here, We are not looking for a great emotional experience. But we are looking for a transforming power that will just come and engulf our souls and set us on a new course and give us a reason to live in this world and give us purpose to be Christian a people separated for your name Lord may you give us a good atmosphere that we will be quietened down and that the Holy Spirit will just come in our hearts, It's my sincere prayer, Lord. Grant it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You may have your seats. 
Tusobola okwetulirako. This morning I'm speaking on part 10 of receive ye the Holy Ghost. Amachaga lero njogera kuchitundu eche 10 kububaka obugamba tola omwemtuko. I should say that this is part 11 because brother Edison preached part 10 of this. Kangambeti chino chitundu cha 10 na chimu kubanga organ Edison yate yabude chitundu cha. But I'm, I'm believing that the Holy Spirit will just Visit us today. If you have a need in your heart, I want you to be expectant. Amen. Amen. I want you to be expectant. And this morning, um, we will dwell. We read this uh, John twenty, but really, I will dwell on Luke fifteen. And we will read it later in, as we go along. But my subtitle, which is really what I'm dwelling on today, is restore, restoring the relationship. And we have looked at many different dimensions of this same subject of the Holy Spirit. We have looked at many dimensions of the subject of the Holy Spirit. And so today we are going to look at another dimension, restoring the relationship. You see our prophet taught Three summons on the Holy Spirit. And the first one was, what is the Holy Ghost? And the second one was, what was the Holy Ghost given for? And the third one was not taped. But this is what we last spoke on, I think, in part nine. How to receive the Holy Ghost and how to know you have received it. And so this sub the subject of the Holy Spirit is a subject of contention. And you have heard many times people saying that when you have, you have heard the word, you have received the Holy Ghost. You see, they say that the word of God is a full package. They will even put you some scriptures like the one where Jesus says that my word, which you have heard, is spirit. And his life. So now they were comforted to believe that when you receive and believe the word, you don't need to seek for the Holy Ghost because you have already received the Holy Ghost. But they found out that the Bible says in the book of Acts 19, they were did you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe? So which means you can receive the word. You can believe the word. But when you don't actually have the Holy Spirit in your soul. And we talked about the Old Testament. We talked about the days of Moses. When Moses was the prophet of Yahweh. That God had sent to the Egypt, to the 
Israelites in Egypt. And his word was the revelation of God. It was the word of the hour. And we looked at that without that word, you could not receive the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Spirit was, is the only thing that we need to go in the rapture. The Holy, the Holy Spirit is the assurance of the promise to make it. The Holy Spirit is the life of God himself. The Holy Spirit is something that restores us to the lost relationship with God. But we found out that before you receive the Holy Ghost, it begins by receiving the word. It begins by accepting all the word, not part of the word. You know, and we found the, the, the importance of revelation. We saw that the children of Israel had, had lambs. They had lambs. And also the Egyptians had lambs. But the Egyptians did not have the prophet. But the Israelites had the prophet. And the prophet is the one that comes with the revelation of the Lamb. The angel of death was not looking for individual names. He was not looking for tribes. He was not looking for people coming from this tribe or that tribe or from that church or from that church. He did not know the difference between the Jews and the Gentiles. The angel of death was determined to kill everything and everyone who was not under the token. But to receive the token, you have to receive the revelation of the Lamb. And the revelation of the Lamb only comes by the word of the vindicated messenger of the hour. Receive that word. Entitles it to the token. It does not mean because you have received the word, you are automatically added the token. Are you hearing me, church? These people, they had to kill the lamb and they eat the flesh of the lamb. What was that? They were eating the body word of the son of man. This message is the body word of the Son of Man. This message is the word. It's the flesh of Jesus. He said, If you don't eat my flesh, you are not a part of me. Hallelujah. Amen. But it wasn't only the flesh, it was also the blood. There is a connection between the flesh and the blood. But you see that these people, they ate the flesh. The whole time. 
was a rejoicing time because it brings stimulation. You know, let me tell you if you want to know someone is happy, or truly someone can really be happy, give them food. You will never, you, you look at all the pictures taken when people are eating. Have you ever seen them sad? Because food brings stimulation. Hallelujah. Amen. And in this case, we are talking about the word. And Brother Banam says the word, the revelation of the word, brings stimulation of revelation. That's why we get so happy and free. That's why we get excited. When we hear the word, it must excite you if you are a true child of God. You cannot sit there as if you are watching a very boring movie. But because you have a seed of God in your soul, and you hear the word, it brings an excitement until you say glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because you are stimulated. Hallelujah. Amen. You see pictures of people sharing food. Ah, they are laughing. <laughs> Brother, pass me that. green. I tell you. What is happening? Food makes people happy. The word makes us happy. It's not movies that make us happy. It's not football that makes us happy. It is the word that moves our emotion. It is the word that excites our souls. And then these people ate the whole night. And then if they ate and stopped there, so we are tired. We don't need to apply the blood. Nothing. All of them would die. All their firstborns would die. But thank God, they had a prophet in the land who told them, after you have eaten, apply the blood on your door because this blood will be a token unto you. When the angel of death comes, he's looking for one thing and that is the blood. I tell you, he is looking for the same thing today. He's looking for the blood. What is the blood? Life of the animal is in the blood. The life of the word is in the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. What is that? That's the power of the Holy Ghost. It activates the power Amen. of the word. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why the bride loves the Holy Spirit. Are you the bride? Don't be quiet on me now. Are you the bride? Please follow me. Follow me closely. A lot of things are happening. Today. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will help me and help you also to receive it. 
And so our relationship, before I get to that, Brother Banam says in a message, what is the Holy Ghost? He says, upon this place, we wish to approach the subject, which I think is the outstanding subject of today. What is the Holy Spirit? Another reason I have taken these three, uh, these subjects in line like this is because you cannot come and receive the Holy Ghost unless you know what it is. Are you hearing me, child? You are dreaming if you think you are going to receive the Holy Ghost before you know what it is. You have to first know what is the Holy Spirit. And you cannot receive it if you know what it is unless you believe it is given to you. And it is for you. And then you cannot know whether you have got it or not unless you know what results it brings. Is that a man? Amina. So if you know what it is and who it is to and what action it brings hallelujah when it comes then you will know what you've got when you get it. Oh my. Are you people following me? He says, so if you know what it is and who it is and what action it brings when it comes, then you will know what you've got when you get it. That just would settle it. The Holy Spirit is the healing of the soul. The spirit of man, as Brother Branham would say in the same message. Hallelujah. It's the healing of the soul. It's the healing of the spirit of man. Remember that we were born in the image of God. We, no, no, no. Let me put it this way. We were in the image of God before the fall. Here I'm not talking about serpent because we know there is that other seed which cannot receive the word. But I'm talking about the children of God who were born perverted, fallen from grace, fallen from the true nature, fallen from the real reality of who they are. So now, Man was born in a fallen nature. We were born in the image of Adam, which was fallen. So we came to the world speaking life. But here we are speaking of the, rest, re, 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 of the restoration of the relationship. 
Man and God had a relationship. But when man fell from that relationship, man was just a way to have access on the tree of life. And from that time, there was a great a bridge yes. which was a big void between man and God but this man who was initially in the image of God was always missing that original relation. That is why every one of you is listening to me today. You are born with a fast in your soul. And that fast actually is fasting after God. To go back in that original relationship. That something keeps hindering you. And the devil comes in the way. He tries to make you down. He tries to bring other things that will help you satisfy that longing in your soul. He brings football. He brings alcohol. He brings relationship of women and men. He brings all those things of the world. He brings Joy. He can give you money. He will give you the offers of the wealth of the earth. The politics of the earth. The glamour. The big name. Popularity. And all these things. But they only can temporarily, temporarily satisfy your longing. Look at all the people who have succeeded in life. Some of them they conquered the whole world. Like Alexander the Great. At a very young age. And then he, many of them died with a broken heart. Because they thought if they will conquer one more country. If they will conquer another country. Then they will be satisfied. The longing of man. The devil tries to quench it with the things of the world. But I will tell you this morning. There is only one thing that can satisfy. Religion cannot satisfy. Churchianity cannot satisfy. Politics cannot satisfy. But the Holy Ghost. Will be the only thing. Which will satisfy. The longing of your soul. No matter how you behave. You may say you don't have that longing. You may say you don't have that thirst in your heart. But I'm here to tell you. You are just making yourself feel that way. But the truth is. Even as you are hearing me speaking to you. You know your heart is looking for something. Your heart longs for something. Something supernatural. 
You thought if you will get this money, you will be satisfied. And you were not. You thought if you will get a house, you will be satisfied. And you were not. You thought if you get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you will be satisfied. And you were not. I want to ask you a question. What can satisfy you? Some of you thought if you come to church, you'll be satisfied. You will not. Church cannot satisfy. You need a supernatural experience. When you get the Holy Ghost in your soul, it's a rest. It is a rest that your soul was looking for. I have a friend of mine. I've known him for years since I was in secondary school. And I believe the Lord, the Holy Spirit is really working on him now at this time. And I would really want you to pray for him. And, and I was in Ethiopia. And he talked to me. He said, I want to see you. I want to meet you. And then I, 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 I came back and then I met him recently. And he was telling me how many heartbreaks he has had. And how many heartbreaks he has had? And this and that I want to private why does he come to me now? So he told me, I'm coming to you because I believe you can encourage me. And here's what I told him. I told him the only thing I can tell you is what Jesus said. I don't care what your heartbreak is. I don't care what type of burden you are. But Jesus said, come to me all these that are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Jesus is not something you can try. Yes, We did not come here to try him. We came here because we are sure. His rest is sure. His rest is permanent. He is the one who said it. And let me tell you, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you have rested forever. You can never carry the burdens of the world. That's why even when you don't have a money in your pocket, you will have been your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have Jesus, it gives you joy. Joy unspeakable. And full of glory. And as I'm speaking to you, if you do not have the Holy Spirit today, and I'm encouraging you today to receive the Holy Ghost. Because you receive joy for your soul. This is the true balm in Gilead. It's a great, all-sufficient remedy for the soul of the and the heart of man. Eden caused a breach. A gap. 
that nothing could fill it. And man that man, it caused man to be spiritually sick. And a spiritual sickness quickly became a physical sickness. And Brother Branham says, whoever you see going in the, an, an ambulance, whatever you see, whatever sickness you see, is because of what happened in Eden. But do you know what happened in Eden? It was man who lost the Holy Spirit. Who lost his nature. Who received a sickness. This was a spiritual sickness. A sickness of the soul. And it translated into sicknesses of the body. That's why when you receive the Holy Ghost, you have dominion over the, over the devil in your body. We are given the power and authority to speak life to the dead, to speak healing to the sick. Why? Because if we have received transformation in our soul, we have gone back to the original glory. The devil has no right to make us sick. Even when we become sick, we can speak healing. We believe for healing. How many believe in divine healing? Because divine healing is a show that there is something that has taken place in our soul. This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. That is a physical representation of the spiritual that has happened. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, Mr. Dewey Church, is the full, full restoration of the soul. The fully restored relationship. Before you receive the Holy Ghost Church, you have not received a full restoration of your relationship with Jesus Christ. You might be in a relationship with him, but it's not a full restoration. Until you receive the Holy Ghost. Everything else is leading up to this. Woo! Everything we do in church is leading up to this. All the preliminaries. The singing we do. The worship we do. The word we hear. You know everything we do. The confessions we make. It is all leading up to this. You see, he's preparing us. All the justification we receive, all the sanctification we receive, it is leading up to this. And it is unfortunate that many people don't reach this level of receiving the Holy Ghost. It's sad. It is sad, church. Chanaku, Kanisa. 
slept past 3 a.m. last night. Because of this Luke chapter 15. I sobbed. At a thought of thinking. And receiving the revelation of how much God wants to restore his relationship with us. Of how much willingness he has. And yet we the church, we are so redundant about this restoration. May God help you today. May God help me today. That we will die on our altar of self-sacrifice. That today will be your day. Of receiving the true full restoration. Of your relationship with Jesus. I want you to look at these scriptures in Luke 15, but I give it to me on the screen. Luke 15, 11. And he said a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together. All. And took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. He wasted everything. He wasted his inheritance. He put the name of his father to shame. He never was bothered. Because he thought, listen, church, he had new priorities. His dream was different. His desire was different. His purpose was different from that of his father. But yet his father was a loving father. His father never wanted him to be lost. His father never wanted him to be a religious man. His father wanted him to have the Holy Ghost. His father wanted him to be a true son and a reflection of the nature of his father. His father wanted this boy to represent him. His father was looking for true, genuine relationship with his son. But this boy said, Father, Give me everything. 
And his father gathered everything and he gave it to him. And the boy gathered everything together. And he took a journey into a far country. He went away from church. He went away from fellowship. He went away from his reality. You may ask me, who is this boy? This boy is you and me, my brother. When did we go away from our father? The moment we sinned. When did we sin? The Bible says we are born in sin. We are shaped in iniquity. That is how we were born. We were born when we have already rejected our true nature. But yet our father in heaven always longed for a true and full restoration of his relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah, hallelujah. for his desire is that he may sit with us and sub together with us that we may be his son and he will be our father. But what has the church done? They have rejected that relationship. And they have gone to a far country. Let us read on and finish this verse. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. I know you have read this scripture many times, but I wanted to look at it differently today. I'm beseeching you to do that. And when he had spent all there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. This is what all of us have done at one time. And we thought we are part of the world. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. This is the best the world will give to you. To feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks of that swine that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Mm. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. 
And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. He's not changed. It's still the same way today. This is an announcement to you who are listening to me. It's still the same way today. And the son said unto him, Father, he said, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, and here is the best part. This represents the Holy Spirit. It's a sign of approval. It's a blessing. It's a positioning. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand. And, and shoes And bring either the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Church, the rapture could happen any minute from now. You might have received all the message theology that there is. But before you receive the Holy Ghost, before you receive the Holy Ghost, you are lost. When the boy came back, nothing mattered. The moment he received, amen, the love of his father, the moment his father approved of him, the moment they received the Holy Ghost, as we shall see later. The father said, Everybody be merry, make merry. For my son, that was dead. Before you receive the Holy Ghost, you are dead. You are, if you are not a member, Oh, glory to God. If you are not a member of the body of Christ, you are dead. How do you become a member of the church? Not by the shaking of a hand of a priest. Not by hearing the, 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 the truth. Hearing the truth is a part of it. But that doesn't make you a member of the body. 
Not by coming to church. Coming to church does not make you a member. Paying tithes doesn't make you a member. Dressing long dresses and skirts does not make you a member of the body of Christ. Walking and dressing and talking and acting good doesn't make you a member either. The Bible says by one spirit. Bible by one spirit are we baptized into the body and when the trumpet sounds and you have not received that spirit you will go in the tribulation only those who have received the spirit they can say I was dead but now I am alive and the father said my son who was dead now is alive Listen, church. If receiving message theology, which is very, which is the highest, the revelation of this message is actually higher than theology. It's the, it's the best, it's the best, as we say, it's like a flying ego revelation. We don't want to speak law of that. We don't want to speak law of it. It's a great thing. We even sing a song. It was a great thing that it did for me. It was a great thing that it did for me. Jesus died on Calvary so the whole wide world could see. It was a great thing that it did for me. His death on Calvary brought me the message. And this message, I'm so glad he found me. With his arms he bound me. And he led me into the message. And now, I'm one of his own. And oh, the joy of knowing. With the heart a glowing. Someday I'm going to my home. My home in glory. And I will walk on streets. Paved with gold. But here's what I want to tell you. You will not walk on those streets until you are a confirmed member of the body. You may eat the lamb all you want. But until you apply the blood. All your eating was in vain. That's why. Amen. We have seen people believe this message. Husbands. They are in adultery. You find them hey, committing adultery with girls that would be like their daughter. Someone believing the message for 30 years. And then you find them in adultery. 
You find young men playing instruments. They are all fornicating with Why? Why? Because there is no staying power. There is no power. There is no power to make them stay in the grace of God. I was telling you the other day. The Holy Ghost does not, does not protect us from temptation. We will be tempted. But what does the Holy Ghost do? The Holy Ghost will help us not to fall into temptation. Amen. So these men and women they received a message for 20, 30, 40 years. And then they walk away in sin back to their wallow in nationalism. Why? Because they never received the Holy Ghost. But they received some was an emotion. Others was just what they called a revelation. But they never received staying power. That power that transforms. That power that restores us. A perfect relationship with Jesus Christ. Bear in mind that the robe was restored him as soon as the relationship was restored. And of course, the robe here types the spirit of God. Confession cleansing and then restored justification sanctification then baptism of the Holy the tender embrace Oh, the tender embrace of the father. When this boy came back, he never expected the father to receive him. He thought the father will deny him. Because he has done so much. Let me tell you the way to receive the Holy Ghost. It begins with the realization that you need it. It begins with the realization that you have sinned. You need to confess your sin. You need to come on the altar for self-sacrifice. You need to realize you have gone so deep away from, from God. And you need to realize you need a, re a, re a restoration. Revelation over restoration. You must come back to you. This boy was helpless. This boy was sure a sinner. He realized he was heartbroken. He had lost it all. 
He was a sinner. A big time sinner. And he knew in himself. There was no power to redeem himself. You don't want to do it. But you find yourself doing it. You have to realize. My brother, my sister. No matter how many times you say. From today I will not do this. That will never help. I am preaching to you today. To realize. Tegere, you need to find out. That you need something more than mm. your power. Tegere, what you need is a supernatural experience. What you need is the Holy Ghost power. What is it? It is a restoration of a relationship with God. Where you realize, oh God, I am a sinner. There is no good in me. You got how much I've done. I have lived a riotous life. I am a good for nothing sinner. But here I have come. Help me. Many believers think they are better than the prostitutes. I want to tell you to forgive me today. You are not better than prostitutes. You are not better than those street people who kill and, 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 and do all sorts of things. If you don't have the Holy You are not better than them. You are in the same category. This boy was a child of God. We talk about predestination. He was predestinated. He was a child of a king. His blood was that of God. He was saved. No question about it. Hallelujah. Amen. But there was a problem. He had lost the relationship. He had lost the connection with yeah. his father. And he needed that to be restored. And so, before that, he went with the publicans. He went with the prostitutes. They were doing the same thing. They were behaving the same way. Their desires were the same. But let me tell you, the world loves you as long as you can do what they want. Can have something for them. And as long as you have something to offer them. The moment you can. You have nothing to offer the world. You will realize they hate you. Praise the name of the Lord. We were listening to someone who said that, uh, 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 you know, I'm not in two politics, but someone said that, that, that his uh, last speaker was poisoned. His father actually publicly before him. What does that mean? Someone didn't he need him around. That was to But when you hear what the man had done, the man had lived his life. 
for the people. His life was a life that benefited the people and the system. But maybe someone just thought they did not need him anymore. He had nothing more to offer them. I'm just saying. You think you are different? You think the friends you have really love you? More than your father God? You really think your brother loves you more than God? Your sister loves you more than God? Even your very family members can be your very first enemies. I will tell you the ugly truth. In this world, everyone loves you if you have something to offer them. They will call you master. They will call you lord. They will call you boss. They will call you mommy. They will call you everything. As long as you can offer something to them. That is the truth. The world does not love you. This boy, he went with all his inheritance. He went with all his royalty. With all the money and everything that their father gave him. And my, the word received him he was the best of the best. They were not calling him boy anymore. They were calling him master. They were calling him my lord. Some women were calling him daddy. Others were calling him baby. Others were calling him sweet. As long as his money was still sweet. As long as what he had was benefiting. I tell you in the name of the Lord. The world does not love you. That is why for you to receive the Holy Ghost, you have to accept to forsake your, the world, to forsake your mother, to forsake your brother, to forsake your father, to forsake everyone, to forsake everything, and you only look on Jesus. Forsaking. If I do this, my father, my mommy, my friend, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, that very girlfriend of yours has another boyfriend. That boyfriend has 10 more somewhere. And if he calls you sweetheart, he calls other sweetheart. There is no confidence in these things of the world. And I'm telling you, if you feel that cooing of the father in your soul, don't wait until it is too late. 
This boy waited waited until all this money finished. And they told him, please, please excuse me. The one who was calling him sweeter. Excuse me. Who are you? How can I help you? I was saying, ah, please, please, please. We don't have time. Daddy, we have other daddies. Other Religion has nothing to offer. Some people they love their religion as if it were God. Those are nothing and they have nothing to offer. Our pastors, including myself, I have nothing to offer. Jesus said, Amen, without him, I am nothing. Then who is that bishop or pastor or church that thinks they are something? When Jesus realized without a father, he is nothing. This boy realized it. The Bible says he came to himself. At that time, he was feeding the swine. And he was eating the food that the pigs were eating. And he was eating. Yeah, what can I do? This is where I am now. I was born like this. How, how can I overcome this thing? It's just there in me. I just have to live my life. After all, I will die. And then, and then I'll fire away. So what can I hinder? I cannot hinder myself from myself. After all, what can I do? Eating. Eating his bread of sorrows. Eating his bread of religion. Eating his bread of uh, bread of pride. Eating his bread of friendship. Girlfriend. Boyfriend. Last. After all, if I leave this one now, how can I leave? There's nothing to do. I am stuck here. I'm just stuck here. Wherever if you are truly a child of God, even when you are living in sin, that quick of the Father is there. You don't have to be this way. You don't have to be an adulterer. You don't have to be a fornicator. You don't have to have lust for the things of the world. That 
cooing will be there in your heart. Seek the kingdom of God. And his righteous name. And the rest shall be added. All these people you see. And if you are here, I am talking to you. Who say, let me go and look for money. And I will serve God with my money. You will never serve God. Until you come to a place when you come to yourself and you realize, let me serve God with all my heart. He will give me all the money. He will give me all my desires. For the Bible says, He will give us all our heart's desires. Days of the voice fellowship. I'm Days of the voice. Don't be money seekers. Don't be opportunity seekers. Seek the Lord with all your heart, all your soul. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come to church. Be in church. Be in services. Whatever is of the Lord, do your best. And then watch God lifting you up. Hallelujah. Amen. I speak what I know. I have experienced it in my own life. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember when I was just married nine years ago. I would walk with my wife. On the road. Dusty road. We would walk. Three, three to four kilometers to church one way. And that is eight kilometers in one day. And we leave church when we are very hungry. And we would walk. Full of the roads, cars would come and pass us. And dust would all come in our face. Oh, and then I would just tell my wife, sorry. One day we were almost knocked down. Oh, my wife was falling. I held her. I said, sorry. Don't worry, the Lord will And I remember one day, Elizabeth, my wife was pregnant with Elizabeth. And, uh, and uh, we were walking, uh, we were just a few meters away from home, going to church. You know, and then we, there was a, a, a tree with a big trunk. And, and so I had not seen it because I was walking on the other end. And so my wife was on that side of that tree. And she was, I don't remember, but I think maybe eight, eight months pregnant. Just about to have the child. So it was a very sensitive time. But we could not stay at home because we didn't have a car or a motorcycle. We had to go to church. We had to serve the Lord. Because from the time I was a child, my mother used to take me to conversions of believers. I used to see what my parents were doing and I was doing it. So I could never at any See, in any situation, stay at home. When there is a chat. And so we had to walk to chat. And so my wife hit this street drunk. And she was just and I imagine what could have happened. I don't know. I don't even want to think what could have happened. And then I 
Hallelujah. 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 Amen. That's how Jesus told us. Yes, what we are Pumaka. And after that, she began feeling pain. Now we are And then I held her. You know, that was massaging the stomach. Same pain. So for a few moments, we were there. She was feeling the pain and I was feeling it. Because of, of so much love. <laughs> You know, love is just crazy. And so after that, I thought, how do you feel now? You know, my mother always tells me, you love the problem with you, you love your wife so much. And I think my mom sometimes feels a little jealous. She's there anyway, so I love you too. And so she, 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 you know, then she felt good and straightened. So I held her hand and started to walk to church. 3.5 kilometers. I don't remember, maybe 3 kilometers. We walked. About 1.5 kilometers dust. I can't believe I used to walk from Namukos to church. I can't believe it. Brother Stephen, you know Namukozi. That's where we used to come from. Okay. And then we'd go to church. And one month, one month, three months, one year. Then we take another year. When I got a baby, I said, Lord, enough is enough. The Lord gave us a brand new motorcycle. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was so happy. I would put my uh, my wife there with the baby. No man. And we had Esther. She would sit in the front. And, and I would write the chat. Very happy. Smiling and glorifying Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't look at me driving a Volvo and you say this man. I am giving this testimony. Not for me to be seen. But for you to know when the Bible says seek the kingdom of God and all is righteous and the rest shall be added. God meant it and God means it. When I was in Ethiopia, when we reached there with my wife, the first person that believed, she was poor and miserable. We used to give her transport to come to church. All the rest that were coming, they were either students or very poor people. And so we used to give them transport to church and support them financially. But I was thinking recently when I was in Addis Ababa, I almost shed tears as I stood outside the church and watched the parking of the church crowded with the cars of Not new people, the very people who were there in the beginning. What happened? 
telling us that cards is the sign of prosperity. It can be and it will not be. It can be if it is the reward of the Lord. But it may not be if it is not. But whatever comes from the Lord is a sign of prosperity. Hallelujah. Amen. We were four or five. The church became many. We had a the church was full with people who are blessed supporting the ministry. But what happens to us here? Oh, that's where we are headed. But I found out in Uganda there is a very bad spirit and may God help me to destroy it. I will not be the only one. I'm, I know the other preachers are doing their Lord. But in Uganda, hey, Uganda, everyone is for themselves and God for us all. Hey, Uganda, the Lord gave me a vision of the message player. And uh, you know, long story short, we got that player. I brought it in Uganda. I met a few ministers. Some pastors. pastors. They laughed at me. And said, <laughs> who will buy this? They asked me how much is it? 150. <laughs> Uganda. Uganda. Who will, who will buy I've sold those players for something close to eight years now. And those with the revelation have been buying. We don't need to look to the east or to the west. We need to have a purpose driven life. This message has not come to divert our attention to the things of the world. This message has come to show us the reason of our life. I am going to serve the Lord with all my soul, all my heart. If he does not bless or reward me, I am going to be in the right position to stand before him and I tell him, Lord, why can you explain your actions? But one thing that I know, my sister, my brother, you can never serve God in vain. I said you can never serve God in vain. Everything you have done, everything you will do, if you do it for the Lord, Amen. Believe us now this. All you young people, I tell you, live a purpose-driven life. Don't be like this boy. Purpose to live for the Lord. Purpose to live for the Lord. Do not let school be your purpose. Do not let your job be your purpose. Do not let your dreams in this life be your purpose. Let the Lord Jesus be your purpose. When you are dead and buried, 
Hallelujah. Amen. You will have lived for a right purpose. You will think in this life you are leaving it behind. But what I'm speaking about today, my friend, is permanent. The Holy Ghost is permanent. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you can never, never regret. And that is why the devil doesn't like it. The devil, even among a message believers, they try to quiet and people. No, they don't want those things. Don't, don't go fanatical. See, this message, this message is all about. Uh, you know, receiving the revelation of the word and being on another level. What's the difference between me and a Baptist? Baptist. This message is not to take us into another baptism. Baptist. This message is supposed to take us into an experience. Someone told me. You see, the message is not only restoring us to Pentecost. It's restoring us all the way to Genesis. And I said, Amen. And that's what I'm preaching. What is in Genesis? Sister Fortunate. What is in Genesis? The nature of God. Perfect nature of God before sin came in. And that's why I'm speaking on restoring the relationship. When you received the Holy Ghost, your relationship that was there with God and Adam before the fall has been restored to you. Are you still with me, church? Those ones in the tent, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Give me a little more time here now. This young man, I can't help to talk a little more about him. And he came to his father. He was just there in sin. He realized he had done wrong. And then he came to himself. Think about that for a moment. He came to himself. The father loved him all along. The father, the father was more willing to give him the robe than he was. The father was more willing to give him the ring than he was. But the boy was not ready. But one day, he came to himself. And when he came to himself, he said, why do I suffer? Why am I suffering in these sins? Why am I wallowing in sin? Why do I go to hell with my eyes open? 
These friends of mine have forsaken me. The ones I was calling baby, the ones we are calling me sweetie, have all forsaken me. Oh, wretched man that I am. Oh, Musajomunakunze. Who shall deliver me? And then he came to himself. By the way. I have a father. I have a father who is richer than all these people. Ooh, I have a father. That brought excitement. What was it? It was a revelation of who he was. Hallelujah. Amen. But he had not received the Holy Ghost. Yet. When you hear the word, you receive revelation, but that is not the Holy Ghost yet. The Holy Ghost is an experience between you and the Father. And then after that, he said, Let me go back. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When he went back, I want you to see this church. I will finish probably with this. Hallelujah. Amen. As he was going back, his father. Saw so him. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. His father saw him afar. I'm imagining in that dusty road. With all the wind. And the father. Must have done like Isn't that my son? Is more willing to give you the Holy Ghost than you are willing. Now we know why Brother Barnum said that. The Father is more willing. The Father has waited for you for all this long. Don't worry about your weakness. Don't worry about your sin. Don't worry about your insufficiency. The Holy Ghost is not you that does it. It is His work that does it. It is God Himself that is willing to give you the Holy and when he saw, he told them, Isn't that my son? Isn't that my son? You thought the boy was excited. You thought the boy was excited. But I wanted to look at the excitement of the father. Hallelujah. Amen. The man did not walk, he did not wait for his Sabbath. But he read. He read. Hallelujah. Amen. And he went to his side. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Father, Tata. Jesus Christ, yes, Christ, will run to you today. If you are willing, if you are willing to receive the Holy Ghost, if you are willing to put your life on the altar and to sacrifice everything, the Father will run to you. He ran. He ran. And when he reached there, hallelujah. Amen. When he reached there, what do we see? The kiss of worker. Oh, Amen. Hallelujah. Oh God. See the beginning of this relationship. 
See the beginning of this restoration. He hugged him. Kissed him. On the cheek. As both of them cried. Now hear me, church. The Holy Ghost is not emotion. But where the Holy Ghost is, there will be emotion. Now, now, there is no one in history that has ever received the Holy Ghost and did not manifest emotion. The emotion is there because the Holy Ghost is there. You get the point. You find the boy excited. All emotion. The father emotional. Kissed him. I want you to imagine that tender embrace. That tender embrace. The Lord can give it to someone. Someone the Father seeks for you. The Father seeks after you. He wants to feel you. He wants to show you his love. The boy said, Father, let me be a servant. He said, no, my son. I cannot take a servant's place. You cannot. I cannot let you You are my son. And in that experience, while that was going on. Everybody else was quiet. Him and the father alone. And in that experience. The father gives an order. Bring a rope. Bring the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. That's what Jesus said. When he came to his disciples, he came with a with a with a with a speed that has never been seen before. He did not come on horseback. He did not come in a car. When Jesus came in that room, yes. his disciples were he came. Hallelujah. Amen. In just a moment, he appeared to them. Receive the Holy Ghost. That's exactly what the Father said. On the day of Pentecost, there was a rushing mighty wind. Let me tell you, the Father is more willing than you. Whenever he finds a son or daughter ready, he doesn't walk to give you the Holy Ghost. He runs to give you the Holy Ghost. He runs to embrace you. He runs to feel you. It's a short, quick walk. On the day of Pentecost, it was a rushing mighty wind. It was tongues like fire. And then we find when the father came to this boy, he ran to him. And he hugged him. Kissed him. And gave an order. Bring the rope. Hallelujah. Bring the ring. Bring the shoes. What I'm giving my son. 
You will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Is there someone here willing? Is there someone here willing to lay their life on, on the altar of self-sacrifice? To confess your sins to the Lord. To let everything go. As someone come to himself now. I tell you church. Can cross your eyes at this time. And bow your heads if you can. Whoever, whenever the Lord sent his spirit. And people never received it. They were cursed. But the Banam says so. He says Russia. They were given their chance. They never received it. And then he says see where they are. Communism and all that. Communism he says, see America. Same thing. See the Great Britain. They had their time. But I'm not talking about a, a country or a generation. Now. I'm talking about you as an individual. This is your opportunity. There may not be another service about you. There may not be another service for you. This may be your end. How will you go? How will you be remembered in the books of heaven? What about that life you've been living, that secret life? What about those things you've been still holding on? What about those things that are, have been attracting your attention, At, taking you away from the, 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 the tender embrace of Jehovah? What about that little habit? I don't know about you. But I'm ready to surrender everything. To lift up my arms okay, and say, Lord, feel me. Come on, you know he will come running. It will be a great experience between me and you. And when you have received it, you will know because it's an experience. My brother, Uganda Wangi. Let us not span God's mercy. God brought you here today just to hear this. And I labored and labored just to bring it. I didn't even finish my notes, but I just feel to cut it off right In this quiet atmosphere, while you are closing your eyes, I want you to deeply, deeply reflect upon your life. If he comes now, will you be ready? Will you be 
Will you be ready? I'm not calling you to a, a great emotional experience. I'm calling you to a deep, deep realization and revelation. Jesus Christ is standing by. Yes, He's looking at you from afar. He's waiting to see your action. Will you come to him? Will you accept it? Will you receive it? Will you let him fill your heart? I tell you, when he fills your heart, all the things that have been troubling you will not be there anymore. All your little doubts and fears will evaporate. You see, you need to first accept your situation. You need to accept you, you, you need him. You need to accept that you need him. You need to realize, you know, that you come to a place where you do not care what your neighbor thinks of you. That boy left his home when he was bouncing and busting. But by the time he came back, he wasn't even bothered about what his brothers would think he was ready to be a servant. Are you ready to come on the altar of self-sacrifice this morning? Not minding about what someone else will think about you. But power your soul and heart to him now. As that boy was looking at that, you know, food. Of, of, of the pigs. He came to himself. Look at your situation now. Reflect upon your life. Why not come to yourself? Why not let this be your day? You don't want to go to a job without the Holy Ghost. You don't want to go into a marriage without the Holy Ghost. You don't want to go into any relationship on earth without I've preached it to you. I now give you the opportunity to receive it. It's your time. It's your moment. But shame play softly. Speak, my Lord. Speak, my Lord. Speak, and I'll be quick to answer. Speak, my Lord. Speak, my Lord. He will speak to you if you can open your heart. I want to give you a few moments. Each of you. Maybe like five minutes or so. To sort your life with him. Sort your life with Jesus. Teresa, Surrender what you need to surrender. The rapture is about to set forth. Make yourself ready. Don't linger. Don't linger. Don't linger. The cry of the Father. Don't linger. Time is no more. Don't linger. Don't linger. 
Time is running out. Do not continue wallowing in your sin. Time is no more. Time is running out. Do not leave. Don't wait on anybody or anything. Get in it yourself now. You don't have another opportunity. Speak the revelation that God has given you as you were hearing the word. Hang on that. And go before him right now. Commit yourself on his altar. Where you All your heart. All your soul. Young lady. What will you trade with your life? After you have achieved everything that life has been giving. What will you trade with your own soul? You have one soul to live. Instead of crying the tears in hell, why don't you cry those tears now? Instead of being desperate in hell, why don't you be desperate here? to go to the tribulation. This is my time. I better go in tribulation right now of soul. While I commit my life on the altar of self-sacrifice. I go to the rapture when the trumpet of the Lord starts. This is not me. It's the voice of God calling you, my brother. It's the voice of God calling you, my sister. Time is running out. Time is running out. The rapture trumpet about to sound. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. It's not just a matter of speaking words. It's a matter of falling in his presence. You falling in his presence. You yourself. was not silent. He came to his father. And he said, Father, let me be a son, a servant. I have sinned so much. He had something, he had a burden in his heart. What are you telling the Lord tonight? What are you speaking to him about? What are you speaking to him about? If I were you, I would pour my heart to him now. 
this whole, whole service has been for you to come to a time like this. For you to come to a place of finding back. need to do whatever he tells you to do at this time. If he tells you to move away from the place where you are, like that little boy moved away from where he was and he came to the father. You might as well hear that voice and move from your seat. On your feet. If you raise up your hands as you surrender your heart to him. Maybe come here on the, at the altar. Stand here as you surrender your heart. Maybe kneel in the place where you are. Whatever he tells you to do by leadership. That is the way to go. That is the way to go, my sister, my brother. Do not let this moment pass you by. Before the service is closed, do not allow it to be closed when you are in the same situation. Let him fill you. Put everything on the altar of self-sacrifice. No matter who you are, come with humility. Humble yourself before the Lord of glory. Humble yourself. Don't come boasting about how he has saved you. 
approach him with brokenness and self-sacrifice
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost, Lord. Thank you for your mercies, Lord. Thank you for your tender care, Lord. Thank you for your tender embrace. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
Let that tender love and tender mercies let it fill our hearts today, oh God. Fill someone's heart, Lord Jesus. Let them feel that tender love in their soul, Lord Jesus. That tender embrace of Jehovah. Let them know that you love them, Lord, and you're more willing to fill them with your love and the power than they are. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your visitation, Lord. Thank you for your care, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the opportunity you have given to me today to have my relationship with you restored. To have my relationship with you restored, Lord. Never to go back again to those things anymore because you have restored me. You have restored me with a great love. You have restored me with a great power. You have restored me. Oh God, and you have given me a robe today. You have given me a ring on my fingers. You have given me shoes on my feet. You have established me on your word today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you feel that tender embrace, of Jehovah in your soul. Begin to thank him for giving you the Holy Ghost. Just raise up your hand and thank him for giving you the Spirit of God. Thank him for filling you in your heart with the Spirit of God. Allow yourself to feel his tender embrace. Let him give you peace beyond understanding. This is the hope of our glory. Allow him to engulf your soul. Don't worry about your sins no more. You have confessed those. You have put those under the blood. The blood will take care of your sins. Let him now feed your heart with joy. Let him give you the Holy Ghost of promise. Like Jesus said, I say, Receive you the Holy Ghost today. Do not walk out of here the way you came. Don't allow the devil to rob away what is yours. Jesus is here. He is running to you. He's running to you, my sister. He's running to you, my brother. He's running to you now. That's why you feel the way you feel in your soul. It is the tender embrace of Jehovah. It cannot be treated with anything else. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. It's the joy unspeakable and full of glory. It is an assurance. 
that you will make it for the rapture while he is feeding others what about you what about you who is lingering who is feeling nothing the Lord is calling you to and he's saying come unto me bring all your heavy weight I am going to give you my rest come and receive that rest you have burdens burdens that you have held for so long heartbreaks chains binding your soul this is the rest for your soul give it all up you have come to a place called total surrender this is all your soul needs oh this is all your soul needs receive him while he's here in, in this atmosphere don't worry about your sins if you have confessed it and you are put and laid it on the altar look to him don't judge yourself anymore he's giving you his tender embrace he's telling you today you will not be a servant you will never be a servant you are my child you are my son and you are my daughter what if that is not the Holy Spirit then I do not know what he is that pulsating if you have on your soul if that is not the Holy Ghost then I do not know that assurance that your sins are forgiven that assurance that you are redeemed that assurance that you are walking under the token that assurance that your problem will be no problem no more that assurance that you, you have the power not to fall into temptation anymore that assurance that your life is right with God and that the clock is now ticking right that is him yo, yo, ye, ye. that is him ye, ye. that is him hallelujah
Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Even to you, the little children. You may be seven years, five years, eight. God fills the children too with the Holy Spirit. Mothers, claim your children. Ask God to fill them with the Holy Spirit. You little ones, raise up your hand. And ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost so that you can be able to overcome the world. So that you can be able to be an overcomer. To you, my brother, I can assure you, you, my sister, what you have received, it is far much more than anything. It is the power to help you not fall into temptation. It's the power that puts the word into action. It's the life of Jesus Christ. If you have been living in sin, tell sin. <laughs> Goodbye to sin. Goodbye to the pleasures that confound. I have now started with Jesus. This is more than a consecration. This is Christ coming down into your soul. The person of Christ himself. On the throne of your heart. Giving you ability to fulfill what you ordinarily cannot do to make you overcome those things that have been overcoming you to give you power over the world and power over sin after this you can no longer doubt him you are going to give a, a, a testimony that something has happened in me and I know when it happened and I know how it happened and I know what time because the Lord met me and I had this experience and I felt his tender hand of embrace. He put a ring on my finger. He put a token on me. 
put shoes in my feet. He has established me on a solid rock. I am now permanent on him. I cannot fall away. I cannot backslide anymore. I cannot go to hell. I am heaven bound. I'm going to glory because of the Holy Ghost. I am going to glory because I've been filled. I've been filled with the power from on high. I've been re-energized. I can feel that fire bubbling in my soul. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The revival is starting with you. The revival in your family is starting with you. The revival in the church is starting with you. The revival in this city is starting with you. The revival is starting with you. When God makes an assurance to you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, for your tender embrace. For your kiss of assurance. No wonder we cannot help it. But to cry and sob. And our hearts pulsating within us. Because it is supernatural. It's an encounter. It's more than what a man can do. It is you yourself taking a throne in our heart. Hallelujah. This will settle your doubts. This will settle your questions. This will settle whatever has followed your life for long. His life sets you on a new path. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you for vindicating your word in some lives here, Lord Jesus. My prayer is that you will also come in the others, Lord. Even those that had been filled before. May you let that spirit in their life. Let it be renewed. Renew them, Lord. Renew them, Lord. 
Maybe you are also crying for a renewing. You desire for a renewing. You feel that you, you, you've lost it. You've lost the joy of your salvation. Why don't you raise up your hand and tell the Lord, Father, give me the joy of my salvation. Renew my soul. You're not supposed to feel dry. You're supposed to have joy because that is your strength. The joy of salvation. When the Spirit takes over my soul, I will be my soul will be renewed when the Spirit takes over my soul. When the Spirit takes over my soul. When the Spirit takes over my soul I will be changed my soul shall be renewed when the spirit takes over my soul the spirit takes over my soul that's true when the spirit takes over my soul Lord I will be changed my soul shall be renewed when the Spirit takes over my soul. Oh yes, Jesus, when the Spirit takes over my soul. When the Spirit When the Spirit, when the Spirit takes over my soul, 
Begin to thank him while you lift up your hands to him. Thank him with your own mouth and lips. Just thank him in your own way. Tell him thank you, Jesus. Thank you for fulfilling your promise. And maybe you've been praying for your loved one to be filled. Thank him for filling your loved one. Thank him. Thank him. He deserves glory. Honor and adoration. Thank him. Thank him. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I bless your name. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What an atmosphere, saints. What a place to be. I wanted to believe as you are going to walk out of here, you are going to walk out of here different. For that is the overcoming power.
voice to hear. There is no Hallelujah. like you. Oh, dear Lord. There is no He has felt the father's embrace. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I could search for the whole eternity, Lord, and find. he felt the father's embrace and his tender care I believe he said in his heart your mercy flows like a river Lord Jesus. 
we approach your throne once again. But this time we come with thanksgiving. We say thank you, Lord, for loving us. I believe after that little boy received that tender embrace of the Father. He must have said, There is no one like you. No one can touch my heart like you. His heart was touched. Someone's heart here has been touched. Someone's soul has been restored. Someone has received the Holy Ghost. And for that we are grateful. For that we say there is none. There's no greater joy than to be in Christ. Because when we are in Christ, we can never be lost. In Christ, we can never lose peace of mind. And I pray for this Lord Jesus. Whoever had been bound in any sort of chain, a cycle they could not break through. Chains that have been binding their lives. Lord, today is the end of that time. That suffering. I declare that by faith. By the virtue of that which they have received in their soul. It's the end of that suffering. End of that pain and heartbreak. Behold, you make all things new. You make all things new. And I want to say all things are new from today henceforth. Hallelujah. May they come, one, two, three, four, give me testimonies. Not only by their mouths, but also by their life. That's what we want to see. Lives changing. Destiny is changing. Purpose is changing. That life's boys, that, that, that the boy, that, that life of that boy was changed once and forever. Thank you, Jesus. Be with us. Be with everyone here, Lord. And as they go, may you go with them and fill us with your love and joy. Precious name of Jesus. God sent His Son. They call Him Jesus. He
will stand up and let us sing it. Oh, because it is. Everybody now. I can face tomorrow. One more time, as you though you mean it. He lives. Sing it like a choir now. Oh, I, I confess tomorrow. Praise the Lord. Because he Is all fear gone now? Oh, oh my fear is gone. Because I know. and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my, 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 my. Hallelujah. Sister Jennifer wants to pray for his, uh, for, for her husband. She's going to Mogadishu. I think she's in the army. She needs prayer for them to have a safe flight tomorrow. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying for Sister Jennifer's husband. She's, uh, he is uh, going to Mogadishu, Lord, as been deployed there by the government. We pray for a safe flight tomorrow as they will be flying with, together with the people that he is with. And also for protection, Father. Be with him and be with all of them, Lord Jesus. And they are going and they are coming back, Father. Give them grace and especially to know you and to amen to have you in their souls as well, Father. Guide them and their lives. And also our sister Jennifer, guide her and may you help her to be close to you, especially in the absence of her husband, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I want to dismiss, but as we dismiss, I want us to sing the song, Glad Day, Glad Day, when I was born again. We will be here once again on Wednesday. Please be here on Wednesday. Uh, Brother Edison uh, is an assistant pastor in Soroti. I, I love this ministry. How many love this ministry on Friday? So please 
come back and listen more. There's more. There's more for you. How many can say that my life is changed today? Amen. I want you to see those hands. That's a testimony against the enemy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'd like us to sing this song as a, a celebration. So I don't want you to sing it in one place. I don't know about you, but to me, I want to call this my day. This is the day. Hallelujah. So, it's a glad day. Amen. It's a glad day. How many are going to sing it with all their heart? All right, I want you to dance about, to shout, to clap, to dance, and let it be a celebration. Brother Shem, do your best now. We're glad day when I was born again. Oh, glad day when I was born again. We're glad day when I was born again. Once again, oh God. When I was born again. Come on now. Well, God. When I was born again. Oh, God. God. When I was born again. It was a glad day. When I was born again. The sin. Things I used to do, will I do them no more? Amen. The things I used to do, from today I do them no more. Will the things I used to do, I do them no more? It is a glad day when I was born again. Glad day. your hands and dance for the Lord. Amen. Glory.
demon, you need to dance about this because he has set you free. Wait. Has he set you free now? He set me free. He set me free. Amen. He has brought me can go we are dismissed we are, I am under the roof the roof that is higher than I will Jehovah hide me I am under the roof will go tell my enemies oh I am under the roof amen Jehovah hide me I am well I am under the roof Fire, 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 fire,
Hallelujah. Oh. You are all dismissed. I've made up my mind to go, go to sleep. 